On today's show, it's time for the Big Ten to get on the same page when it comes to name, image, and likeness. You are locked on Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, you're tuned in to Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, we're going to get into everything that Tony Petiti said in his opening press conference and also talk about why he needs to make sure that everyone in the Big Ten is at the very least together in the message on NIL. We'll start off with that. But first, thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every single weekday. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Be sure to search us at Locked On Big Ten. One zero at the end when you're typing it out, not T-E-N. And that's available, again, wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. And it's our Twitter handle as well. Once again, I'm Nate Dickinson at Nate with Sports. And let's dive into what I'm talking about here with NIL. And the reason why this conversation is had now is because we had a coach from the Big Ten say something just not, if not ridiculous, ridiculous to just go out and say and put your name on right now. Mike Loxley, the head coach over at Maryland, he said that he wants a head uh, a cap on the NIL as some sort of like salary cap for college sports. Here's what he officially said to R.J. Young of Fox Sports. And I quote, We signed a billion-dollar TV deal in the Big Ten. Let's take $25 million out of that and give it to every school and say that's your salary cap. That's what you recruit with. You manage it how you see fit, which is very similar to what the NFL does with their salary cap. He goes on to say, I'd like to see us go to that salary cap where everybody has the same money to pay a player and we don't have these big gaps between the haves and the have-nots. Let's really see what college football is all about when we're playing all the same type of restrictions and the same type of resources. Uh, First off, let's talk about the obvious thing. There is no way and there will never be and never has been, or at least hasn't been for a very long time, a level playing field when it comes to college athletics. Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, Clemson, those schools get it better. They have better facilities. They have better recruiting tactics. They have more money to spend on NIL. So the argument that you're trying to keep things fair, in my opinion, is an outdated one. It was an outdated one when it was working, to be honest, because even a decade ago when we were talking about, oh, we can't pay the players because then that leads to unfair competition, it was already unfair. Nobody is going into a recruiting session thinking that a team playing in the middle of nowhere has any sort of chance to recruit with the likes of Notre Dame. That's not the way that this sport works. So if you're going to make that kind of an argument, it's ridiculous. But that's not really what I want to talk about, what Loxley's saying. What I want to talk about is why, why, even with a new commissioner now chosen, and while he hasn't officially taken office yet, he is there in Tony Petiti, why there are still voices in the Big Ten speaking out on their own, and even if he's just being honest and saying what he actually feels, why is it that these people don't get that it's not the right thing to say? I don't care what Mike Loxley thinks about players getting paid. 
I don't care what he thinks about what the future of NIL should be. All I care about is that he makes the Big Ten look good, and that he makes recruiting easier for himself and other Big Ten teams. Saying you want to put a limit on the NIL right now is not the way to make high school athletes want to come to your school, want to come into your conference. Because while Mike Loxley does not speak for the entire Big Ten, the kind of policies that would be put in place to reduce or limit NIL could very easily be done on a conference level. So when Mike Loxley is saying this, He's not speaking for the entire conference, but if I'm a high school player going into a potential Big Ten school, I have to understand that it could be the Big Ten that's instituting these NIL rules, and there's a Big Ten coach just talking about, hey, we're going to limit how much money you can make. Well, by the way, every other conference is entirely fine with you getting your tag as as easily and as big as you can. It's stupid to do this this way. And it's why you have a commissioner who is supposed to be that voice for the conference in things like this. If Mike Loxley wants this to happen, very good. Fine. Say it to Tony Petiti. Say it to the officials at your school and then have them bring it to Tony Petiti. Do not say it to RJ Young of Fox Sports. No discredit to him doing a good job just getting quotes and making news. But if you're trying to defend the Big Ten here, you can't just let any old-fashioned football coach throw out any outdated idea that he still believes out there. In this case, the idea that we should be at least even talking about capping NIL right now. If that's what you want to do, fine. But getting recruits to campus is what's most important, and talking about capping NIL in a public forum is not the place to do it if you want the Big Ten to get the recruits. Tony Petiti's number one job going into this thing as I've said, is to be the voice for the Big Ten and make it clear what the message is. Along with that is the ability to take that voice away from some of the people that we've been hearing from. Because it's been one month the Big Ten wants to expand more in the Pac-12. The next month, no, we want to wait and see what actually happens elsewhere around the country. And we're not seriously looking at more expansion right now. It's been a changing message on a number of different topics, whether it be expansion, whether it be NIL, whether it be playoff expansion, any of it. There's been different Big Ten people saying different things. And Petiti needs to come in and get this message changed. But... While he needs to, more than anything, be listening to the people who he has been hired by and giving them what they want in saying and being the puppet for the Big Ten. If he wants to be someone who's actually leading things here and wants to be a little bit innovative and do things a little bit differently, stuff he talked about, which we'll get to later on in the show, the biggest thing I think he needs to do is get everybody on board with NIL. Because it's very clear that for some reason there are some people who are still very afraid of giving these athletes all the money they can get. And while there may at some point be restrictions put in place to limit that, I don't think the Big Ten should be the one leading the charge in that by any means. And while it's still the Wild West out here, you have to embrace it. And Tony Petiti has to be able to say that, hey, the Big Ten is fully supportive of you student-athletes coming in and making your money. Because if he does not say that, the student-athletes are just going to go somewhere else that is as supportive as they want them to be. So, for Petiti, get everybody together. Get everybody agreeing on something. But if you're really trying to make the Big Ten prosper, I think number one 
thing to do is get people on board with NIL because if you can't at least do that, then you're way behind when it comes to getting more expansion teams, when it comes to staying ahead of the curve in pretty much everything that's going on in college sports right now. We'll talk more about Tony Petiti here in just a minute. He had his opening presser last week, and I broke things down and gave you a little bit of a, let's say, just spark notes on everything you need to know from the over half hour long press conference that they had in which there were a whole bunch of people talking. Petiti actually not speaking for a whole lot of it, but we'll get to it here in just a minute on Locked On Big Ten. Before we do any of that, though, This is the time where you want to get in shape. Summer is just around the corner. The warm weather is coming, if not there already, wherever you're at in Big Ten country. So if you want to get yourself in that beach body shape, you can head on over to Built.com and try out Built Bar to get that nutrition that you want while also getting a great taste as well. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can go over there and get bars that are 130 calories while also packing in 17 grams of protein and 4 net grams of carbs and sugars. All of the stuff that you want while also being completely coated in 100% real chocolate that makes this look and taste like a candy bar more so than those protein bars you're used to with all the granola and chunky stuff you got to pick out of your teeth. It's an outstanding tasting bar with new flavors coming out all the time. So head on over to Built.com and try them now. Or if you're near a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. It's Built.com to try out Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. As I mentioned, Tony Petiti has his opening press conference last week, talks to reporters for a little while, and gives some insight as to his thoughts going into his new position as the seventh commissioner of the Big Ten. And I broke down at least what I thought were the biggest takeaways from that conversation with the media. So let's dive into what we learned from Petiti. First off, Petiti was only at the podium for like less than half of the more than half hour in which this press conference was set to take place. A whole lot of different people speaking, uh, presidents over at Illinois, and I believe it was Maryland as well too, yes, speaking before handing things off to Petiti, in which he in his opening statements focused on the change that's coming to college sports. The thesis, I would say, of what he prepared was that change is coming, I have experience in change, And I am ready to embrace that change and lead the Big Ten through that change, whatever that change in college football may be. He talked about how it's obvious right now that with expansion in the playoff and conferences changing and things going on, that this is a new era being issued in into college sports. And then he cites the BCS, which he created, which of course also was a big, big change in college sports. And connecting those two things and saying, hey, I have done this before. I know how to lead a conference through a changing time, or I know how to lead a sport through a changing time, and I'm ready to lead this conference through that time and hopefully be a leader not only within the conference, but within all of college sports as I take over this position. The biggest thesis of what he had prepared was, hey, I understand there's change coming. I am the guy who has the resume to lead us through that change. Uh, He ends up saying that the Big Ten, again, as I had said, needs to agree on the focus moving forward when he is first asked about what the first steps are going forward in the Big Ten. He was very, very clear, and this is pretty obvious and I think pretty easy to understand. 
He was not very specific on about what those steps were going forward, but the message was whenever anybody asked, what are you going to do here? He said, well, we're going to get everybody together and agree on what we want to do, which is basically what I've been saying before. It, in my case, I'm caring more about what he's telling us more than what he's actually doing doing, but what he does behind the closed doors, at least he's saying, is what's most important is get everybody on the same page, even in the stuff that we'll never know about, really. And again, more specifics when he is asked to specifically, he was asked to go into bullet points. All right, so what do you want to do next? Uh, he said, again, I don't know exactly, didn't go into the specifics. He was asked about strengths and weaknesses going into the job, didn't go into much specifics there. One of the things that he did say and point to was a couple of things. In his first opening statements, three core values for protecting the student athlete. Uh, embrace change, innovate, and form consensus. I think were three things that in his prepared statement were three of the pillars of what he's trying to get across. Embrace change, innovate, and form consensus, which was, in my opinion, the exact to-do list in what Petiti needed to get done in the first days in office. First, form consensus, which is him, I think, recognizing what I've been saying for a while now and that the Big Ten has not had that kind of a consensus since it was announced that Kevin Warren was going to leave, and probably even in the later days and when Kevin Warren was here. Be creative and embracing change, which I think is something that I think Petiti is going to try and, if he has a message, if he has a mandate, I think that's what he will bring to the other schools in his first talks with them, is that, hey, I'll get everybody on the same page here. But what I want to do and what we need to do as a conference is to start to embrace the idea that change is happening. Because I think he's seeing, in the same way that we are all seeing, a hesitancy for some schools, even if we don't know which ones they are, to really embrace fully the change that is happening in college sports. With the NIL, with the expansion of getting new teams, with all of it, really. And of course, innovate. Be that frontier and be that leader, not only in the Big Ten, but for all of the conferences to follow, as the Big Ten and the SEC seems to be the ones that are going to set the trends here. So everything he's saying is what he should be saying. And I appreciate at least the recognizing, especially, of that need to form a consensus in the Big Ten, because that's what I've been preaching more than anything else. In specifics, he talks about NIL, and was asked about it, said that he thinks it's a good thing, but there was an emphasis on him wanting to have some sort of system to, if not regulate, at least organize it. But he also emphasized that he didn't know necessarily if the Big Ten was what was supposed to be the center of that system. He said when asked about NIL and what happens next with name, image, and likeness, that there should be some sort of national system in whatever it is that NIL is going to be, which makes sense, and also takes some of the pressure off of his shoulders when it comes to, okay, what are we going to do about NIL and stuff? If you say, hey, this should be something that everyone is universally doing, which his reasons for made sense. This isn't, while we have conferences, a game where everyone is just secluded to their own conference and division. So having a universal system, again, makes sense. But while, again, he doesn't get into too many specific stuff within NIL, he mentions, I think, a clear support of what NIL is and the expansion of getting athletes money for their name, image, and likeness. And he did just say straight up, it has been made clear that players have the right to make money off of their NIL. So 
at least he is embracing that in a way that I think he needs to as a Big Ten commissioner. So if he's going to go forward, I think we've learned, or as he does go forward, I think we've learned that I think at least Tony Petiti sees a lot of the same things that we see. He sees a divided Big Ten message right now. He sees a need to get some of these schools into the future of college sports and embracing some of this change. But I think more than anything, he sees the fact that, at least for now, he needs to be very careful in what he's actually telling all of us. And we did not get, by any means, any sort of really, really telling things in the short time that he was at the podium. So I'm interested to see what the first moves are as he gets ready to take over in a couple of weeks. But right now, I am very happy with what I heard from Tony Petiti from the Big Ten commissioner as he takes over and gets ready to start in this new position. Let's wrap things up with news from around the Big Ten. Coming up next time on Locked On Big Ten, the USA Today is ranked Big Ten football teams. We'll get into the latest of the predictions for the upcoming fall. And also, we've got Big Ten players in the NBA draft. NFL draft is officially done. We go on to the next sport now and see who from the Big Ten will make it to the pros in the hardwood. We'll rank all of the best Big Ten NFL draft eligible players here on Locked On Big Ten next time. In Big Ten news, Northwestern's men's tennis team has won its first round matchup. It will move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Also, Michigan and Maryland will play in the Big Ten Lacrosse Men's Championship. That is tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Big Ten Network on Saturday if you want to watch it. Ohio State wide receiver Caleb Brown is in the transfer portal. We told you that before. Now he's picked a school. It's Iowa and the Hawkeyes. As Iowa picks up another Big Ten transfer, I'm liking kind of the revenge tour that we've got going on over at Iowa with Kirk Ferentz. Cade McNamara is there from Michigan. Caleb Brown heads there from Ohio State. Interesting stuff going on as the Big Ten gets some more rivalries through the transfer portal. And finally, we've got more going on in recruiting in the transfer portal again. A Ben Bryant quarterback has committed to Northwestern, former Cincinnati QB. He comes to Northwestern and will compete, and a lot of people think win, the starting spot over the current starter, Ryan Halinski. That's all for Locked On Big Ten today. Once again, tune in next time for updates on the latest in predictions for the upcoming fall, this time from USA Today as they try to rank the Big Ten football teams. And also, we'll get into the NBA draft and which Big Ten players could be selected in the first and second rounds of the pro draft there. That's coming up next time here on Locked On Big Ten. Thanks for making us your first listen today. Be sure to tune in wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube, and on Twitter in between shows too. At Locked On Big Ten. One zero when you type it out, not T-E-N. I'm Nate Dickinson at Nate with Sports. We'll talk to you next time.